Last words. A person's last words are important. The last thoughts of a dying person as they express them to the world they are leaving behind. A last message to loved ones, a last hope, a last dream, a last wish. A few words for the rest of us to carry on when the fallen can no longer carry on themselves. Our Lord Jesus had some last words as he hung dying on the cross on that Good Friday. As the crowd gathered, so did the clouds gather. Dark, foreboding, The wind picked up and the rain threatened and the soldiers who were casting lots for Jesus' clothing became uneasy, unsure of the sudden change in the atmosphere atop the place called Golgotha. As the crowd jeered and ridiculed the bloody man on the wooden beams, Jesus uttered the first of his seven last words to the world. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Forgive them, Jesus said to God the Father. Forgiveness was what it was all about, after all. He was there in that horrible place at this terrible time because we needed forgiveness. He was there taking each nail, each strike of the hammer, each blow, driving the spike through muscle and bone, fastening him to the cross. He was there for us, for you and for me, taking our sins upon himself so that we might receive forgiveness. Hanging on the cross, fighting hard for each breath of air, he was between two criminals who were also being crucified. Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us, one of them taunted. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And so Jesus responds with the second of his last words. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Are we like the criminal taunting Christ? Unaware of the peril and death we are already in because of our unbelief? Or are we like the other criminal, understanding our sin, accepting the consequences, and knowing that we need a Savior? 
If only we would be like the second criminal, we too would receive the assurance of paradise with him. Looking down from the cross, Jesus could see everything. There must have been a panoramic view of the city. He must have been able to see the path he took carrying his heavy cross up the hill. He must have been able to see the people looking back up at him. Some ridiculing him, some crying for him to save himself. And others just crying. Among the faces looking up at him, he saw Mary, his mother, and John, the disciple he loved, comforting her as best he could in the midst of his own grief. And it was here that Jesus uttered the third of his last words. He said to his mother, woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. Son of God, yes. Son of man, absolutely. But also, still, son of Mary. The completely human Jesus hung on that cross. The Jesus who felt pain both in his body and in his heart. The Jesus who loved the world and died for it. That Jesus also loved his mother. Let us never forget his humanity. Lest we forget our own humanity and how we became righteous. Now, how anyone even knew what time it was on that horrific day, we'll never know. This was the kind of event that makes time stand still. Or at least distorts it to where minutes become agonizing hours. But somehow, someone knew that it was three o'clock in the afternoon when Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? At that moment of exact time, somehow recorded for us in the pages of history, Jesus became sin. He took on the full weight of all the sin of the world. Your sin, my sin, all sin. And in that awful, wonderful moment, we became righteous. And He became nothing but rejected refuse. Unfit to be in communion with a holy God. Think about that. What a contradiction. The Godhead bodily, now the object of complete separation for the first time ever from the presence of God the Father. 
Can you imagine the pain? Can you imagine the loneliness? Can you imagine the shame? What agony. What love. Hanging in total isolation from the Father, alone in the midst of a crowd of people, Jesus felt the crushing weight of sin. He felt the same need we all feel when our body is aching for relief. He felt the same hole in his soul that all of us feel when we have a need that cannot be satisfied by anything but God. And so his parched soul cries out for relief as he cries the fifth of his last words, I am thirsty. I am Empty, I am dry, I am abandoned, I am deserted. Now whether it was a compassionate response to his cry for relief, or perhaps it was yet another attempt to cause him suffering and insult, but a soldier lifted a sponge soaked with wine to his lips... But a drink was not the thing that Jesus was thirsty for. And when the wine could not satisfy the deep thirst within him, he uttered the sixth of his last words to us. It is finished. It is finished. The work was done. The mission accomplished. All had come full circle And no other sacrifice was necessary. Not then, not now. Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. Debt paid in full. Debt canceled. For those of us who are in Christ, sin is forgotten as if it never was. And so as darkness loomed earlier than it should have, as the first drops of rain crashed against the earth like tears from heaven, Jesus gathered a final breath of air into his burning lungs and uttered the last of his seven last words. Crying with a loud voice, he said, Father, Into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, it is through these mighty acts that we can commend our spirits to you. Your merciful gift of your only begotten Son has made what was impossible for us Possible through the blood of Jesus. Through Him we get forgiveness. Through Him we get righteousness. Through Him we get eternal life with you. Into your hands we commend our spirits. Into your hands, Father. 
Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, and he washed it white as snow. In the name of the Father, the giver of mercy and grace, and the Son, the one who paid it all, and the Holy Spirit who leads us to the cross. Amen.